0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Friday, February 4th, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Utility companies say restoring power across southern and southeastern Ohio will take time, and they're still assessing the situation. ONN's Dave James reports. AEP says outages in Lancaster, Athens, Zanesville, Marietta, and Cambridge should be restored by late tomorrow night, but timelines for more isolated areas are yet to be determined. South Central Power says some restorations will be made by late tonight with other areas undetermined. Ice brought down tree limbs and power lines across more than 20 counties. More than 85,000 customers were out this morning. Belmont County led the way with more than 17,000. Perry, Hocking, Morgan, and Jefferson counties were also hard hit. Dave James, I went in news. The wintry mix that has coated Ohio's roadways with snow and ice is just part of the problem when it comes to keeping the roads clear. Bennett Haberly has more with Brooke Ebersole, spokeswoman for ODOT's Columbus district. Not only is the wintry mix creating a challenge, but ODOT's also dealing with a commercial driver shortage. So there are fewer drivers, meaning fewer people, to operate the plows. We are down almost 50% of what we typically have for a seasonal CDL driver. It's those seasonal workers that we rely on for snow and ice storms just like this one. When we didn't have this CDL shortage, one driver had one assigned plow route. Now that we're talking about driver shortages, one driver might have two or three routes. I've been Haverly. COVID-19 hospitalizations are on a decline, but state health leaders warn that does not mean Ohio is in the clear just yet. Tracy Townsend has more. Healthcare leaders are still pushing for vaccination, saying it's the best defense against infection. With more people vaccinated, Ohio Department of Health Director Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff says we might get closer to endemic status. We don't know if or when COVID-19 will join that list, but we do know. The continued efforts to reduce the spread of this virus and to increase immunity are critical to getting us there. As of yesterday, more than 60% of Ohioans got at least one COVID-19 shot. I'm Tracy Townsend. The state health department says the coronavirus continues to be most active right now in southern Ohio. Each week, the state updates the case rates per 100,000 people. In the new report, the 15 top counties are all in southern Ohio, led by Lawrence, Scioto, Brown, Gallia, and Fayette counties. The five where the virus is least active are Summit, Holmes, Lake, Geauga, and Cuyahoga, all in northeast Ohio. Statewide, Ohio is reporting 950 cases per 100,000 people over the last two weeks. That number is as low as 268 in Cuyahoga County and more than 2,800 in Lawrence County. The Akron Children's Hospital confirmed yesterday that 66 unvaccinated workers previously placed on administrative leave have now been let go in conjunction with the hospital's COVID vaccine mandate. Attorney Warner Mendenhall represents some of those workers who have announced plans to take legal action in response to their firings. While in a recent decision, the U.S. Supreme Court left in place a vaccine mandate for a majority of health care workers in the country, Mendenhall told affiliate station WKYC-TV in Cleveland that this case is different even though there are mandates out there, um, there are ex- exemptions that are allowed for religious beliefs, for medical needs. there are plenty of exemptions. The hospital CEO said in a statement to the hospital maintains that the policy is the best way to care for a vulnerable population. House Democrats are poised to approve legislation they say puts the U.S. in a better position to compete with China economically by strengthening the domestic semiconductor industry and shoring up strained supply chains. Here's Angela Ann. Republicans say the measure falls short of what is needed to hold China accountable for a range of actions. The nearly 3,000-page bill includes massive investments to boost semiconductor manufacturing in the U.S., But Democrats have also tucked in other priorities that have raised GOP concerns about its cost and scope. Last month, Intel announced it was investing $20 billion in suburban Columbus to build a chip-making operation and says the legislation would speed up the process. Angela Ann, ONN News. Gasoline is averaging $3.25 per gallon in Ohio, and the price could climb higher in the coming weeks due to tensions between the U.S. and Russia over Ukraine. Olivia Eugenio has more with Patrick Dehan from GasBuddy.com. GasBuddy says between the usual springtime bump in costs and the uncertainty overseas, prices could rise above $4 a gallon by Memorial Day. The one and only time Ohio gas prices rose above $4 was back in 2011. We could be talking about gas price increases that could become more fast and furious as we head towards March, lasting through April or May. Olivia Eugenio in Columbus. And a federal official overseeing Homeland Security investigations in Michigan and Ohio has been suspended after agents searched his Detroit-area home. Authorities haven't disclosed the reason for the search. It occurred last Friday at Vance Callender's home in Royal Oak, Michigan. His attorney says Callender has been placed on leave. He declined to discuss other details. Callender was assigned to Ohio and Michigan in 2020. Jurisdiction includes immigration, human trafficking, child pornography, and cross-border crimes.